Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast series Off The Record, I'm Josh, and today I'll be reviewing the Nick Drake album Pink Moon. This may be one of my favourite albums of all time, and certainly from one of my favourite musicians of all time. I talked about Nick on one of my previous episodes, Pioneers of Folk Music, but I really wanted to do a Nick Drake standalone episode, more about one of his specific albums rather than a biography of the life he lived. And if you want to know more about his personal life, then I'd recommend my previous episode. Anyway, let's get on with the review. So, as usual, I think it helps to understand the circumstances in which Nick released Pink Moon. I think it's important to mention that at the time, even though he always struggled with depression, he was very content and driven in terms of his music career. He really took a lot of pride from creating music, and to have the idea that someone might really benefit from hearing it, I think that always meant a lot to him. And There's a certain ironic quality to his music in terms of his albums, and I've noticed there always seemed these albums always seem to reflect the opposite of how he was feeling at the time. So, for example, when working on his previous albums, he felt extremely low. Yet both Five Leaves Left and Brighter Later were quite hopeful and upbeat. They included um, sort of saxophones, pianos, and it was quite quite elaborate and it was a very polished sound. However, Pink Moon is definitely much more bleak and dour. But in a way that sort of, it makes it very organic. And I know that during this time, Nick wanted to create a very stripped back and simple album. And that was all to reflect his mood at the time. The album itself lasts only 28 minutes and this would usually frustrate me quite a lot. However, with Pink Moon, the melancholy vocals are very light and have a very lucid quality to them. You really get a sense of the message that Nick's trying to get across. And every single line just carries so much weight to it. And it's very clear to me that everything he felt he had to say to the world is compressed into this album, almost as a sort of goodbye message almost, which is, it makes it even more tragic and dark when you consider that his suicide was months after this. And despite its length, each song is a carefully crafted masterpiece. It also feels that, though though the album is very bleak and paints a picture of the struggle he constantly faces, there is still a bittersweet and optimistic side of Nick. And songs such as Things Behind the Sun and Road, on a personal level, feel as though Nick was trying to comfort people and to help them see the beauty of the world. And another great quality of the album is the guitar-playing abilities of Nick. His finger-picking skills are amazing, and when listening to the album, I always found the complicated chords that he'd play. They'd hypnotise you and really keep you engaged so that you genuinely listen to the beautiful lyrics that he would sing. The most tragic aspect of Nick Drake's music is that all of the recognition and support that he received came after his death. For example, Elliot Smith, the folk singer that I'm a really big fan of, he has a lot of similarities to Nick in terms of his attitude and his melancholy presence. However, I feel that some people don't quite understand Nick Drake or pay enough attention to his music. I think this links into trying to label all musicians as one thing or another, I feel that this is exceptionally hard for Nick as he is much more than just a folk singer. He's he's way beyond that. And it was quite upsetting to see in an interview with Elliot Smith where the interviewer labels Nick Drake as a sad sack. And this certainly shows that due to him being an introvert and writing melancholy music, it's much easier to give an artist a simple label instead of accepting there is a lot of mystery surrounding them and things that we'll just never know. Especially for people like Nick... Um, Jackson C. Frank, who I've discussed before, and Elliot Smith. 
Overall, Pink Moon is a perfect album that is very bleak, but still shows all of the things that are worth living for. It's this conflict that, for me, makes the album so relatable and grounded in reality. Anyway, that wraps up this episode. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you next time.